Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Now, let me ask you something. If you have a specific goal that you want to achieve, like maybe you need to hire a new team member or increasing your sales by, say, $1,000 a week. But if you were to start tomorrow to achieve that, what would you actually do first? What are the exact steps that you would take to achieve your goal? So when it comes to achieving your goals as a salon CEO, you probably find yourself falling into one of these two categories. You have lots of ideas, but can't seem to string the pieces all together in a logical manner to actually achieve the goal. Or you don't have a clue where to start. To get the goal underway. So often we can find ourselves randomly attempting to improve how we do business, hoping that it will help you reach the goal and get some kind of small win. But your big goals constantly feel like they're moving further and further away. So how is this actually possible? Why is this happening? And how can we change this? This is the final part of my three-part masterclass series where you'll unlock all the strategies that you need to get to the next level of growth. And I'm talking about your salon mastery roadmap, a roadmap to salon mastery success, as well as an insider look to my salon mastery coaching program. Oh, by the way, it's probably great if you grab a copy of the business planner, if you haven't already. All you need to do is pause this episode. Don't worry, I'll wait. And you can grab the link of the business planner worksheet in the show notes of this episode, then either print it out so you can complete it, or you can fill it out online. So go and do that now if you haven't already, and then we'll get started. Let's keep going. I want to keep mindful of time. I want to just give you a little bit of a clue to what a, uh, I want to give you the Salon Mastery Roadmap. You have it in your um business plan and I want to just take you through like what are the different places where should you start because now that you know what stage or phase that you're in and now that you know where you need to put the attention on the business well what do you choose to do first how do we choose what to go first so I want to take you through the roadmap we kind of talked about um, client attraction and uh, sales is serving and I really think that we need to start here we need to start if we don't have clients coming in what we don't want to happen is a bunch of team members sitting around with no clients to do and so we want to start our focus on client attraction and the way that we serve our clients and if we do that really well it's going to put pressure on needing team members so then we can think about recruitment um, and how we're going to bring new team members in to serve the clients that we've been looking after. If we've got a team now that is full, then we need to start thinking about building a culture and being a good manager. Um, but we don't want to think about those things until we've nailed how we're attracting team members into our business. And if we've got a good flow of clients, we've got our team performing really well, we've got systems and processes to future-proof them, then we're going to have challenges around uh, operational challenges and we can really focus on ourselves. Does that make sense? 
So I want to take you through now um, uh, the proven roadmap for the different stages and just where the focus needs to be. So you'll see at the bottom here, I have put um, dream clients, a culture of winning, building a rock star team and a salon CEO. And what are the focuses that we need to have? So in terms of attracting clients, we want to think about who we're attracting and how do we build a following? This has got to be, if you're at the operator phase, this has got to be the first focus. If you are at the operator phase and you are thinking about building a culture of winning, the focus needs to be on sales. How do we sell? And how do, how do we serve? And how do we retain our clients? We need to nail how to build a clientele, not just for ourselves, but for our team members. When we're in the operator phase, we need to think about how do I recruit and how do I pay people? It's pretty straightforward and simple. Don't worry about all of the other complicated stuff right now. Just how do I recruit people and how do I pay them well so they're motivated? And in the CEO uh, department, we just need to think about the direction that I'm going. Like, do I have a plan? You're doing that today. And, and can I be profitable? If we can get that right, we're going to easily step into the manager's phase. And when we're in the manager's phase in terms of uh, uh, attracting clients, our focus needs to be now on retention and systems around uh, serving and, and retaining clients. Because if we can't serve well and we can't retain clients well, then um, we can't grow. In terms of culture, we need to coach our team on those systems and processes. Now we've got multiple of, uh, a multiple of team and the focus needs to be on coaching. How do you coach them to perform well and consistently? In terms of developing our team, we want to think about communication. As soon as you get into that four to eight team members, we need to think about our communication rhythm and how we train them technically to be uh, expertly skilled. We can't afford to have um, anybody at, at a low skill level. And in terms of your focus, the CEO, it's now leadership. If we can work through the manager's phase effectively, then the focus in the CEO phase in terms of attracting clients now is on paid traffic. And the reason I put paid here is that unless we organize, unless we can nail our organic marketing strategy, there's no point putting them on steroids. There's no point putting rocket fuel engine, uh, rocket fuel onto a bicycle. <laughs> it's not going to end well. So we've got to get the car right in the way that we can engage with our people right before we, we put rocket fuel, which is, is paid strategies. In terms of culture, we want to think about how do we delegate sales? We now need to engage our team, uh, our management team. How do we delegate sales and delegate training? So you can make room for what's coming next for you as the owner. Um, leadership development is priority when you're in uh, the CEO phase. And removing yourself from operations so the business can scale and you're not the roadblock is priority when you are in the CEO phase. What happens if we miss a step is that we get tension and then we get, this is when we feel overwhelmed and that we feel like the wheels are going to um, fall off. And I want to just kind of show you what I mean by some actual real salon owner stories. Um, Michelle came to me, she was an established, uh, already well over the million dollar mark business um, and she'd moved into a new location and she had a, a large team of established team members but she had these really young up and coming and she'd moved to this new salon that had a bunch of new uh, a bunch of chairs the rent had gone up and the pressure was on to get sales up she was already doing well and she needed she hadn't actually nailed 
how to attract new clients into the business and fill up new recruits. So we needed to, which is really, if you think about it, is a strategy that we need to learn right down here. So if we haven't nailed that type of strategy and we just got there by chance, then we are literally leaving it to chance. Um, Tash came to me when her and her mum were running the business and they've hit a growth ceiling and they couldn't get past, uh, I think it was about the 7K a week mark. And the mum wanted to get off the floor. She wanted to retire. And there were two steps forward and two steps back. Mum would leave the floor and then a team member would leave and then she'd go back on the floor. Team member would leave and then she'd go back on the floor. And it was back and forth, back and forth. And so they needed to get really clear job descriptions and clear management roles between them. They needed to future-proof their team because they were, lo- they were training team and they were leaving losing team. And so they established the do I get a pay rise um, strategy. So people had future. They built career pathways for their team. And they needed to nail, so they were in uh, the manager's phase in terms of the team, but they were jumping backwards and forwards between these two phases and they couldn't get up here because mum wanted to get away from operations and the daughter wanted to take over. Um, And they couldn't, they hadn't nailed how to recruit and how to develop their team. So they were up and down, up and down, and they couldn't quite jump over this mark and up into this next phase. And so we need to be able to... uh, backfill if you will so they came and we backfilled some of the strategies from the lower levels so they could then grow over and above that makes sense right that makes sense right that if we miss a piece then that's why we keep having potentially the same repeating problem keeps reoccurring all the time yeah repeat business okay so some retention piece that needs to happen what i want to do now is i want to go into our last piece which is like how do we write a game plan because sometimes it can feel overwhelming so we need to fix all of the things. And I want to get us to really narrow to having a bit of a strategic plan. Otherwise, everything feels urgent, right? And it can feel super overwhelming. And if it feels hard, <laughs> and if we're on repeat all the time and we're repeating the same problems, this is when we get into shiny objects and we can lose tra- track. Or we have too many cans open. So instead, we want a step-by-step plan that's going to give us the clarity. So this is the page in your uh, business plan sheet. And we're going to just talk about uh, game plans now. Uh, I want to just kind of talk about uh, how do we choose the things that that we're going to put in our game plan. And I want to talk about sand, pebbles and rocks. Um, Because what we choose and how we're intentional about it is really, really important. Does anybody know this this, um, experiment? There was a, a university professor that uh, said to his students, um, he gave them a tray of sand, pebbles, rocks, and water and said, I want you to put all of these things in the jar. And if we just cram the things into the jar in any particular order, not all of the stuff would fit into the jar. So instead, we want to be able to put things into our jar with intention. And if we put our big rocks, the big rocks that the things that are going to move the needle the big strategies so um, I'm talking about really the things that are going to make impacts for our team retention for our sales going up the big stuff that's what we call them the big rocks like employing people uh, managing paid traffic for example installing programs like do I get a pay rise so your team members stay for the long term Um, installing coaching programs with your one-on-ones doing a CEO dash. Those are the kind of things that are really going to move the needle in your business. Things that we would call sand are things like 
posting randomly on social media, other people's dramas, replying to front of house uh, client calls. They're the little stuff that if we fill our day with the little bits of sand and pebbles, we never make space for the big rocks, the true stuff that's going to move the needle inside of our business. And so when we work on the right things at the right time and we make time, remember I talked about three hours, make time for the big rocks and prioritize those first, that's the stuff that's going to make the difference to, for moving the needle. And it's a little bit like planting a seed. And if we plant the seed and we water it and we put sunshine on it, the apple tree will grow. But you don't get an apple straight away. The tree has to grow and the trunks have to grow and the leaves have to grow and then you get the apple. So um, I want you to be thinking about the big strategies, not just the little nap bites and the quick wins, um, the big stuff, and we need to make space for that. So what you'll see on your game plan is the first box is a big rock, a big rock that's going to make money. We need, every time we do a bit of a business plan, we need something that's going to make the money. Not because we're greedy, not because we just want to be rich and squirrel it away to ourselves, but because we want our business to work, to make ends meet, to be able to have cash available for growth. And if we do one strategy around making money, then the other strategy needs to be around how do we make business better? What is the pain point that we can solve? And that pain point might be might be you, you might be the pain point. Maybe you're working too many hours, maybe you're awake late at night and you need to do something better for yourself. Maybe the pain point is around attracting or retaining clients. Maybe the pain point is around uh, managing your team. But we want to do something that's going to make life better and make business better and something that's going to make money go up. Because if ends meet, we don't have the stress of that, we can then invest the time to do the other stuff. So... What I want you to do in a moment is we're going to, not yet, we're going to, I want you to choose of all of the things that we've talked about today, what is one thing that you're going to commit to that's going to make the money go up and one thing that you can commit to to just make business better. And the key here, guys, is only choose two. If you try to solve all of the things now, you'll never solve anything. What are the two things that you're going to choose? So I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to think about that and I want you to write it down. Just get the headline, like what is what is the thing? What is the strategy? And just write it in that top line up there. Next to make money, you're going to write, you're going to do a new client attraction. Maybe you're going to do a, a sales strategy for your team. Maybe you're going to, maybe it's a profit thing. Maybe it's about cutting costs so more profit falls out the bottom. It's the make money strategy. And what's something that's really bugging you that if you look at the priorities of what stage and phase that you're in, Make sure you stick, be true to that. How are you going to make business better? Hey, are you loving this episode so far? Oh, by the way, it's Greta here, Salon Mastery Success Coach at Salon Owners Collective. So I wanted to pop in and ask you something. Do you ever feel like you are winging it when it comes to your business? You started your own business so that you could live the life you wanted with freedom that you wanted, earn great money and be a leader. But the reality is, the amount of effort you're putting in isn't giving you an equal reward. You're exhausted and you don't know what to do about it. No matter what you do, you just can't seem to get ahead. You see other people winning and seeing success, but how come it doesn't work for you? You wish you had a clear laid out plan, something to guide you in the right direction or help you with what to do next. What can you do that actually works? In reality, many salon owners 
feel this way, you aren't alone. If you are nodding your head as you listen to this, then you need the Salon Mastery proven nine-part plan to grow your salon. That's right, no more winging it. The Salon Mastery nine-part plan has given hundreds of salon owners a plan to grow, build a rockstar team, attract dream clients, and become a salon CEO. Our plan will work for you too. To uncover the nine-part proven plan, just click the apply now link in the show notes of this episode. Okay, now back to the episode. Okay, now that we're clear on that, I want to talk about um, outcomes, success outcome. I want you to think in terms of when I have achieved the thing that you wrote down, how will you know it's done? So you sanity check by this by how you like, do, can you give yourself a tick? So if, who wants to share, actually, what is their thing, their make money thing? Does anyone want to share? You can either unmute or you can just type it into the chat. What is your make money thing? And then let's talk about a real example. So I want you to be super specific. How will you know that you've smashed sales, Erica? What is the outcome? Will it be, I'm going to give you some examples. I have made $4,000 a week for three weeks in a row. Is that how you know that you've smashed sales? I don't know, whatever, insert whatever your number is. Uh, maybe I want you to be super specific because smashing sales isn't specific enough, right? How, how is smashing sales? How will you know that you've smashed sales? Uh, is it a money up? Is it a number of clients? I want you to get super specific and outcome-based because if it's outcome-based, then you can get to, do I give it a tick or not? If you can't tick it, then you haven't been specific enough. So Erica, I want you to give it another go. How are you going to write? Oh, and Sarah too, both smashing sales. So I want you to get specific. How are you going to smash the sales? So smashing sales is typically internal. It's working with your team. Okay, cool. How will you know you've got a winning culture? Um, by tracking the sale, tracking success. Tracking sales. Right. Yeah. Yes, tracking sales. Okay, so I want you to write, I have tracked sales. And then I want you to go a step, and you might not be able to do this today, so that's fine. And then um, you will write, how do I know that either that you're tracking sales, one, I filled in the sheet. That could be a, a, a sign of success. But you could also say a sign of success is we went from, Jane went from $3,000 a week to $3,200 a week. I want you to get super specific, okay? The next part is for you to... Break down your big rock. So what are the pieces? So let's take uh, Erica is going to get Jane to increase from $3,000 a week to $3,200 a week. What is she going to do to do that? You're going to break down those pieces. Um, there might be a bunch of pieces. So it might be install a tracking system. If you don't have a system to track sales regularly and not just look at a report on any given day, you want to track over time. How do we do that? Maybe you need to have a one on, install one-on-one -on -one meeting so you can have the conversation with her. Break down those rocks so you're super clear on what are the small pieces and the pebbles that you're going to do that are going to get you to the outcome. What are the things that need to happen for it actually to be installed? And then the sand is just there any little bits, like it might be ring Kutumba and ask them what report I need to run. It might be just some little nap bites that you need to do to make that happen. Okay, so I want you to break down the big rocks into small pieces we talked about the sand there might be some things that you need to delegate um, you might delegate to your accountant to fill in 
uh, to do your things. You might delegate to your front of house to do X, Y, and Z. You don't need to have all of the things. I want you to delegate. And there'll be a bunch of stuff that you probably want to do, but actually the reality is that you won't have time to do the things, and, and you, but you want to park them on the ground uh, in your game plan so you don't forget for the future. All right, I'm going to keep going because uh, I'm mindful of people's time and I want to be on time. So uh, two things to note about a game plan, and these are two kind of really important pieces, and that is I believe you've probably all heard about quarterly planning, I don't love quarterly planning for the salon environment. I think it's too long. Uh, there's too much to go on a plan to get us through. It's overwhelming business changes too quickly. I love two monthly. It's between six and eight weeks that you can get uh, laser focused and get shit done, right? And that you want to do only write enough strategies to go for two months. That's why we only have two big rocks. And then every time that you have or redo in your game plan is you want to have a board meeting. That, that might be with yourself and it might be with somebody else. It might be with your team. It might be with your coach. It might be with your accountant. But have the meeting with somebody else to to sanity check what you're doing. This is how we do it at Salon Mastery. We do a board meeting every two months uh, and we have a strategy meeting and we write the game plan together. It's really important that you have somebody sanity check you and work through the process so it's super anchored. Remember we talked about that CEO discipline. This is part of the discipline of being the business owner is, is following process like this. So if we can do this, then you have a really clear game plan that's going to lead you to sell on mastery. So today we talked about a nine-part plan. We looked at that. We tracked and ranked the things that we can see that are red and really need attention. We looked at the different stages and phases of business that you're in and where you are. And then we talked about the roadmap. There's the roadmap. We talked about the roadmap, um, which kind of gives you the right focus at the right stage. So uh, it gives you permission to not work on some things and to be laser focused on some other things, to, uh, depending on the stage and phase. And we've kicked off your first game plan. We've chosen something that's going to make business better and something that's going to make money go up. And so your goal now is to complete the process um, so you have a clear plan and then you're um, disciplined enough to follow through. All right, let's talk a little bit about now what. So I'm clear on my stage and my phase and know what the strategies are next, um, but I want to make sure that you're not feeling stuck and that you're, you're not going to become the bottleneck in your own business to growth and that you're holding up the progress because it's us that are the ones that have to implement the strategies. It's us that has to drive the business forward. And um, I don't want you to go it alone. Like business is lonely enough. I don't know about you, but uh, uh, it's not so much for me now, but I know in the early days, I found business really lonely. Um, I would talk to my husband about it or my family about it, but they just didn't get it. Or my friends that didn't own a business, they didn't get what I was talking about, they wondered why was I why was I doing all of the things that I was doing. So I think it's really important to have uh, a human or a community even around you. And so my thoughts are is build that community around you, and to have and to get the right help. I think this is the perfect formula. One is you want a pair, someone who's in the trenches with you, doing it with you at the same stage and phase of business with you, going through the same problems and challenges challenges with you. I think having a pair so you can commiserate and celebrate together. 
I think it's worth having a network of people who are a step ahead of you, who's right at the next step so you can kind of see the next path uh, or the next step in front of you and that it can be done or how to do it. And then I think have somebody, a coach or a mentor or someone who's been right where you are or they have been where you want to be so you can see the, the whole journey in front of you and somebody is leading you. And I think that um, gives you all of the support that you need together is better, right, um, and not feeling alone. Um, so instead of winging it, let's move away from winging it and having a bit of a step-by-step plan or both. <laughs> um, you can finally feel confident that um, the things that you're working on are actually going to make a difference. So uh, I want to kind of share, I think we talked about it this at the beginning. Some of you weren't here. Our goal for salon CEOs is that um, we step you into at least the 100K club, that's momentum and growth on an annual basis, that we have a minimum of 100K profit on an annual basis and that you work and have the ability to work on your business more than in your business. We only have two commodities and that is time and money and we want to do something smart with it. And so the roadmap is really what's going to lead you uh, into achieving those goals and doing things differently. What worked for you to get you here is not going to work for you there. So um, I wanted to sort of uh, extend an olive branch if you want to get help to help implement your plan, uh, to help on how the strategies are implemented. I want to just let you know what we do and how we can help serve you. Typically, we work with business owners who have a team between four and seven or more and want to grow, want to reach the million dollar mark, not necessarily always, whatever the goal may be, but that's certainly something that we aim to do. Um, We want to work with owners who really want to step into becoming the salon CEO and become the business person, stepping away from just being a stylist or a therapist and be the business owner. Um, And really we want to work with people who want to build a profitable business that works without you. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't work in the business. I, I get it. We love our clients, but we don't want the clients or the hours that we work to be the roadblock to growth, right? So we want to be able to install systems and processes. Um, and we work with people who are open, coachable, and ultimately action takers. Um, and I guess, um, yes, thank you, Braley. I want to just kind of highlight, we've got two programs, two ways that we work with owners and that's the Seller Mastery Program and our Momentum Program. And um, Momentum Program is particularly for those of you that are in their operator phase or want to step into the operator phase and start to recruit or to start to increase sales strategies without being salesy, um, serving as sales, right? Um, and how do we attract new clients and how do we build our team? And so Momentum is designed specifically for that to get you up to the next stage how do we get out of the operator phase and into the manager's phase and once you start to reach the manager's phase then really seller mastery is the right place for you because our goal is to help you grow your team systems and processes around teams so you can step away from working so many hours and into the ceo phase Um, and so uh let me i think i actually wrote it down here how how do we do that how do we work with you if you want to look at getting some help to grow your business. Seller Mastery, we have the proven strategies. The roadmap is really our guiding light, the Seller Mastery roadmap. And we want to find where you are and what is the next strategy for you and then help you implement 
the proven strategies. These are strategies that came from me growing my business over 20 years, but over the last six years, actually helping install, uh, helping other salons install those strategies. Um, we do that with uh, masterclasses, workshops, live workshops. We have a strong community because we want to do it together. It's not just about me and what I have to say. We have a community approach, um, but also giving you a success coach, a person that's going to guide you. And a bit like, you know, I feel like um, growing a business is like climbing a mountain. And you, if you're going to climb what's the biggest mountain, the Himalayas, we're going to climb the Himalayas, you need to have a Sherpa who's going to show you up the mountain. And so we want to provide you with a coach to help you do that, have a human to talk to. Um, in the Momentum program, we have the proven strategies, particularly, especially for the operator phase to get you to the next phase. And we do that through live workshops, community, and the proven strategies. The proven strategies live inside the Salon Mastery or the Momentum Hub, and you have access to that. Our goal is to help teach you how to fish, um, how to do these things and install the big rocks, the big strategies that are going to, um, the big strategies that are going to help you implement and future-proof so you're not going back into two steps forward, two steps two steps forward, two steps back, because that's a cycle that we can easily get into. Um, and some of you <laughs> are starting to death, so we'll give you the fish. We'll tell you exactly how to do it. Here's the step-by-step. Step. So how we do that, um, if seller mastery in particular, is in the first 90 days, we want to do a deep dive into uh, your dollars. How do your dollars work? What is the CEO dash? What is, how is the money coming in and how is the money coming out and how much is left behind? How do we get sales up quickly? And we'll do an audit of your time because your time is where the money and the strategies come from. How do you grow a team? You have to invest the time. So we want to make sure that we've got the right flow of time versus money versus sales going up. So that's our goal in the first uh, 90 days. And then we help work with you through implementing a clear game plan through the roadmap and making sure that you don't have constant buyers. So... Um, if you want some help and you want us to help you step through that and step into growth, step into momentum, uh, make sure that you are earning a decent amount of profit or a great amount of profit, but you're not overworking to get there, then I've got two suggestions for you. If you're ready now and you're just like, let me at it, then I'm going to make a suggestion that you just type in the comments now. Um, uh, no, hang on. If you're a manager or you're uh, or in the CEO phase and you're keen to get help, then I'm going to suggest that we hop on a call and have a chat, right? Uh, I've got nothing to sell you today. Uh, I would love to have a chat with you. And my suggestion is that you book a call. Let's get on a call. Let's see if Salon Mastery is the right match for you. All right, that is a wrap. Now, if you've been listening along for the last three episodes, then you should have completed your business plan ready to take back to your salon. Well, I can't wait to see what you achieve now that you have some clarity. But if you're left thinking, well, what's next? Or wondering, how do I implement, how do I implement everything that I've learned in this series into your salon? Then maybe we should chat. Firstly, Salon Mastery is my coaching program for salon owners who have a team of four or more, seven, 10, 12 on the team. The, the number is endless. 
Uh, and if it sounds like you, then all you need to do is click the apply now button in the show notes of this episode. Let's see if Seller Mastery is the right fit for you. Now, if you don't have four or more in your team, then maybe the Momentum Coaching Program is a better suit for you. It's for owners who have two, three, or maybe four in their team and are just starting to grow and get momentum. If that is you, then you can also click the link in the show notes to apply for that program. Either way, I look forward to connecting with you next week, same time, same place on the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.